2: Uh, Now, it would not be fair to uh, lampoon Joe Biden for being uh, old and addled without pointing out that yesterday, U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell demonstrated once again that he is too old to be serving in the U.S. Senate. Mitch McConnell froze as he froze, what was it, a month ago? He froze again yesterday. Somebody asked him a question about re-election. He asked, what what was your question? They said about re-election. He kind of chuckled, oh, re-election. And then he just froze. I don't know if term limits are the answer. I think an age limit is the answer to our elected officials. I was thinking about this. I don't think you should be allowed to be elected to any national. First of all, I guess the easiest way to say it is I would not allow anyone to run for office once they turn 80 years of age. Once they turn 80 years of age. Now, a president like Biden could run when he was 78. But you would know he's running for only one term. A senator couldn't run. I wouldn't let a senator, I would make a special dispensation with senators. I would not let senators run after the age of seventy-four. That way they couldn't serve past eighty. Okay? Bernie Moreno, U.S. Senate candidate, he favors term limits. I I mean, for instance, if Bernie Moreno becomes our senator, he's he's pledged he'll only serve two terms. Bernie Moreno's smart guy, a vibrant guy. He got a lot more than two terms in him. But I do appreciate the spirit of his comment. So McConnell's too old, Biden's too old, Dianne Feinstein is too old. Fetterman is like a mush brain through no fault of his own, but he had a stroke. He shouldn't be serving. And it's it's going to come back to haunt us, perhaps to a degree that will harm and could cost us innumerable lives, not being serious enough about our country that we are so enslaved to our favorite laundry, red or blue, that 69% of Democrats think Joe Biden's too old to serve as president. How many of those do you think are going to vote for Donald Trump because Joe Biden's too old? 2% 2% maybe? Not even? Do you think Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping are going to take advantage of Joe Biden and the shadow presidency that's going on if he's re-elected? I do. Tucker Carlson uh, had an interesting take on this yesterday. He really wasn't talking about Biden's age. He was talking about what he sees coming on the horizon. Now, this is this is explosive stuff I'm about to play for you. Tucker Carlson could not have ever said this when he was on Fox because he had a platform on Fox that gave weight and gravity to his words. He still has a platform that has weight and gravity. It just doesn't have as much because had he said this on a podcast with Adam Carolla, a comedian who has a very successful podcast, Adam Carolla, had Tucker Carlson said what he said yesterday on Adam Carolla's podcast, While Tucker Carlson was still at Fox, this would be national news, but it pretty much was under the radar. And I want you to be aware of it. So listen to what Tucker Carlson said he thinks is coming as a diversionary tactic to keep Democrats in power in the White House.
1: If your goal is to maintain power, and if you think once you relinquish power, the problem with everything becoming The problem with criminalizing politics is the people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them. So once you start indicting your political opponents, you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you if they win. Right. Right. And so they can't lose. They will do anything to win. So how do they do that? they're not going to do COVID again. I know everyone on the right's afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandate. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. If they've already been exposed, that won't work. There's going to be, no, what are they going to do? They're going to go to war with Russia. That's what they're going to do. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. They want it anyway. Um, I don't think we'll win it, but that's a separate analysis. But I think it's a political matter. They need to declare war footing in order to assume war powers in order to win. I believe that. And I think the evidence suggests that's true. So if you're worried about our politics getting like even more vicious than it already is and people being hurt in our politics, which is entirely possible, you should be worried about the prospect of an open war. We're already at war with Russia, of course. We're, We're funding their enemies. So we're fighting Russia. But I mean, an open battle with Russia where we say we're at war with Russia. I think that could easily happen. Uh, you know, I think we could Tonkin and gulf our way into it, where all of a sudden missiles land in Poland. The Russians did it. Our NATO allies been attacked. We're going to war. I could see that happening very easily.
2: Uh, wow. Can you imagine him saying that back in his Fox days and not having every news organization in the country lead their stories, their podcasts, their, not their podcasts, their broadcasts with that? I I can't. But now he's sort of been marginalized by the firing at Fox and the fact that he's on Twitter occasionally. But that is, <laughs> that is is eye-opening. And I know I play it for you because a lot, of people have, a lot of people among this audience still prize and treasure Tucker Carlson's opinion on things. But I doubt many of you listen to the Adam Carolla podcast. Now here, Tucker expounds on that topic when Adam Carolla presses him on, you really think we're going to go to war with Russia?
1: You need to put as much pressure as you possibly can on the Republican-held Senate to force a peace, which can be done. The United States could force a peace in Ukraine tonight. We're funding one side. There is no Ukrainian army outside of NATO. If NATO withdrew its support for Ukraine, Ukraine would crumble in a day. So we are the only power in the world that can bring both sides to the table to force a peace, which will be unsatisfactory as all forced pieces are. Like Each side will give more than it wants, but that's the only option. Otherwise, we, I would bet my house on it. We are going to war with Russia. And, of course, the stakes are, are everything, our life on the planet. I mean, these are the two biggest nuclear arsenals in the world facing off against each other. So, like, this is insane. They're insane. These are people who think men can become women, who believe that face masks save you from COVID. I mean, these are not rational people. Would they go to war with Russia? Of course they would. Again, they want to anyway.
2: Now, I don't know what he means there by GOP-held Senate because the GOP doesn't hold the Senate. Is he making a contention that we should lobby our senators in order to force a peace over there so we don't go to war with Russia? And how would that be viewed? Like, his position is that the Biden administration wants a war with Russia and, in fact, will cause a war with Russia in order to stay in power. Let's just examine the political fallout of that. Biden has said numerous times, we will not put soldiers on the ground in Russia. Now, there's a lot of thought out there that modern war would not be fought the way conventional wars have been fought, that it would be fought via cyber. Uh, I'm not an expert. I won't play one on the radio. But I will say that I am highly skeptical of the fact that America would vote for A president like Joe Biden, who already has, we articulate him every single day, the latest being his stupid comparison of his own house fire to the Maui fires. I mean, here he was again yesterday doing this again. This is not from his trip to Maui. This is yesterday at the White House. He does it again.
0: I didn't do anything like that, but I lightning struck my house. We had to be out of that house for about seven months. While it was repaired because so much damage was done to the house, and half the house almost collapsed.
2: No, half the house did not almost collapse. Nobody cares you were out of the house for seven months. I don't even know if you were out of the house for seven months. Nobody cares your cat or your Corvette were imperiled by a 20-minute kitchen fire, and he continues to do it. If he has to explain a war with Russia where American lives are lost, I don't see how they win that election. Now, Tucker is painting a scenario where it'll allow him to clamp down on election procedures to where they can hmm, fuddle with another election. I don't see how going to war with Russia helps Joe Biden stay in the White House when he would theoretically would be running against Donald Trump, who could make the case my presidency was the first one in how long where we didn't have any engagement in any new wars or military actions? Plus, Biden has the Afghanistan withdrawal. So I, I I, hate to dispute Tucker on that, but you think he was bold in that comment about a war with Russia. Wait till you hear what else he said yesterday. Yeah. Tucker Carlson yesterday on the Adam Carolla podcast said Democrats will stop at nothing to stay in power. Joe Biden is old. He's addled. He's compromised. He's ineffective. But if he starts a war with Russia, Tucker Carlson says that will enable the Democrats to expand their control of elections. Make no mistake. uh, Biden's in the White House because COVID allowed the Democrats to sneak through a lot of questionable election practices. I'm not saying the election was stolen. I'm saying it was a different election. A rigged election, a fudged election, a -a one-of-a-kind election, massive mail-in ballots, Zuckerberg contributing a half a billion dollars. There's just too much smoke for there not to have been any fire. 2,000 mules, on and on and on and on and on. Remember when the Democrats got the White House, does anybody remember this? The one thing they wanted to do was House Bill 1. When you give something the number 1, it's your top priority, right? And it was a federal takeover of elections. A federal takeover of elections. They couldn't get that done. But Tucker's saying, well, they start a war in Russia, it'll allow them to enact war powers, and that'll allow them to fudge the 2024 election. I hope he's wrong. I don't doubt that Democrats would stop at nothing to keep Joe Biden, to keep power. Not that Biden is the director of anything. He's not the director of anything. I have said before, I think I think it is weird, coincidental, no, I don't think it's coincidental, that Barack Obama is the first ex-president that I can think of in my lifetime who decided after he left the White House to still live in Washington, D.C. Say, wait a minute, he lives at Martha's Vineyard. Oh, he's in Washington a lot. And all the people in the Biden White House are Obama people. Jake Sullivan, Tony Blinken, Susan Rice, on and on and on and on. Nobody in the media ever writes about, hey, look at this. Look at all the uh, Biden White House people heading over to Obama's place in Washington. That would be an interesting story. I wonder if Politico get right on that, right? Well, Tucker Carlson wasn't done dropping highly um, attention-grabbing headlines yesterday on the Adam Carolla podcast. Uh, Here is more. Uh, And this is the first I've ever heard of this. Again, Tucker Carlson said it. uh, You can evaluate it for whatever you think it's worth. You know, in 2008, it became really
1: clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men. And smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And he did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously true. Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign. And so they didn't report on it. So that happens. That's just one small example, but that happens all the time with lots of different issues.
2: Now he's making a point there about media bias and about how Democrats are treated favorably by the media, which we all know that's true, right? But that's the first I've heard of that. And, um, I don't know if Adam Carolla had never heard of it either, but he was like, Whoa, 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 Wait a second. Like you think that really happened? Now I will say this, Larry Sinclair did write a book about this. I looked Uh, On Amazon, it's there. Uh, But that's the first I've heard of it. Maybe it was the first Corolla heard of it. He asked Tucker to expound. Do you believe that transpired
1: or do you believe the guy is legitimate or both? Oh, the Larry Sinclair story. Oh, that definitely happened. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've talked to Larry Sinclair about it. And oh, definitely it happened. I mean, if you Larry Sinclair's been in and out of prison during one period, I mean, you know, 40 years ago, he was in and out of prison. He's got a criminal record by definition. He's, you know, poor. Uh, He's got a disordered life. He's missing a tooth like he's not, you know, an Atlantic fellow. Um, He's not going to the Aspen Ideas Festival. I I think he has a record of deception. Obviously, he does. But this story, if you listen to it in detail, is clearly true. I mean, there's just I'm going to do an interview with him and you can hear it. And again, it's not going to change the world that Barack Obama likes dudes. I think this was well-known Barack Obama said so himself in a letter to his girlfriend. And by the way, that's kind of Barack Obama's business. I'm not attacking him for, for liking dudes. I'm just saying the amount of lying in the media about it was unbelievable. Like people knew this was true and it was quite obviously true at the time. And people who covered the campaign didn't say anything about it because they didn't want to lose access to the campaign.
2: Now, that is uh, a phenomenon that I'm not altogether unfamiliar with. Think back on the career of Tiger Woods, right? When Tiger Woods' world fell apart. I knew exactly what it meant when he was involved in a car, car accident. Oh, Tiger Woods involved in a car accident. He ran his suv into the curb and his wife was so concerned for tiger woods safety that she broke the back window out of the suv with one of his golf clubs to pull him to safety and i heard that story and i'm like no 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 that's not what happened there this dude's cheating on his wife and she's mad and she's coming after him with one of his golf clubs and that is of course exactly what happened And then we got the whole story of Tiger Woods unfaithfulness with porn stars and pancake waitresses and this and that and the other. And you wonder, man, how could this guy live a life like this and nobody knew about it when everybody's obsessed with covering Tiger Woods? And the fact of the matter is a lot of people knew about it and nobody wrote about it. Why? Because they were told if they wrote about it, you'll never get access to Tiger Woods again. Never speak to you again. You'll be dead to us. This is just yet another regrettable reality of what media has become in the United States, where they selectively report or selectively keep silent about certain things to feather their own nest or further their own political ideologies and likes. I don't know if Tucker Carlson is wigged out and off the reservation on this, or if he's absolutely right. I suppose we will get an opportunity. He said he's going to interview this Larry Sinclair and give us all a chance to hear for ourselves. That's the first I've heard of it. But here's a case of a double standard that I just happened upon a few minutes ago on social media. There's a Nebraska state senator. I looked her up. She's the first LGBTQ, openly LGBTQ, state legislator in Nebraska. Okay? She tweeted this about the governor of Nebraska yesterday signing a Women's Rights Act in Nebraska, which is just another name for protecting women's sports in Nebraska. By the way, did you see Nebraska drew like 90-some thousand people to an outdoor volleyball game, University of Nebraska, against some other teeny tiny Nebraska team? They packed their football stadium for people to watch women's volleyball in Nebraska. So they care a lot about women's sports. Nebraska women's volleyball, very good team. So the governor signs this proclamation, an executive order. His name is Jim Pillen, to protect women from dudes competing in sports against them. And this LGBTQ state senator in Nebraska says, Today, Governor Pillen, famous women's rights supporter, signed this offensive and ridiculous proclamation establishing a women's bill of rights. He should try saying this stuff to my face. Then we would see who's got
0: what biological advantage.
2: That's a physical threat on the governor of the state of Nebraska from a Democratic senator. Will she be prosecuted?
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been
1: up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use
0: of contractors. This set off alarm bells.